You're listening to Unity Online Radio, the voice of an awakening world. Thank you for tuning in for this Unity Partner Program. Unity Online Radio partners with spiritual leaders from organizations whose mission and messages complement Unity's. We are pleased to bring you this program on Unity Online Radio, the voice of an awakening world. Welcome to Everyday Attraction with Feel Good Sisters Ray and Heather. Get ready to expand your life, your knowing, and your alignment with your source. When we feel good, we give the universe an opportunity with our point of attraction to receive even more good. We celebrate who you really are and who you're becoming. Hello, everyone, and welcome to yet another fantastic, amazing edition of Everyday Attraction with your feel-good sisters. This is Ray. And this is Heather. And we welcome you to this podcast, this radio show, this two girls sitting around talking metaphysics, (laughs) something spiritual edginess. We're so glad you're here. Uh, If this is the first time you're hearing the show, welcome. Welcome to our Feel Good Nation, our community of Abrahamics. Um, (laughs) Well, I like Abrahamic because it kind of sounds like you're in a hammock. (laughs) (laughs) okay loving the abrahams i like hammocks (laughs) we love to talk about abraham through the wonderful teachings of esther hicks so it's called abraham hyphen hicks if you probably have heard of them if you've been around these spiritual rooms for the last decade or so i think now the abrahams have been traveling around for wow over 20 years i think at this point and still going strong. But we love these teachings, but we love to talk about leading edge ideas. Um, Heather is also a coach and a channel and has always amazing, wonderful perspectives on all this information. And, you know, we really basically we love these teachings. We have these rich conversations about these teachings because we find, although we listen to them on our own, it's so delicious to come together and go deeper on some of these subjects. So we're glad that you're along for the ride. Welcome, welcome. So Heather, we're wrapping up summer. Has your summer been as fantastic as you anticipated? Oh my gosh, it's been so fabulous. I was thinking about it today. Um, I was driving back from Malibu and I was like, you know, I am one of the most fortunate to just have this amazing flexibility in my schedule and my life, you know, working from home at the place in Malibu with my clients and get to go on vacation. I got to go to Canada and Mexico and um, spend time with my kids. It's just been a a great time to connect with people, you know, people like you, I got to see you. <laughs> Yay. We got to see and each other a couple times, which is I really know. unusual super fabulous and your beautiful son and your wonderful husband and just I don't know I just feel like connection is what every time I check in with myself about themes or whatever everything shows up as it's all about connection it is and it's all about I think connection with each other and then as we always like to talk about this connection with the broader self the broader us the emerging self that 
broader perspective. And I, I find, you know, um, summer is not my favorite time of year. I know people love, but I, I'm not a heat person and that's why I live in the cold North, but, um, or cold, <laughs> the cold North is, it hasn't been very cold lately. It has not been very cold lately. I'm, I'm wanting to raise my hand and say, excuse me, <laughs> but, um, but I also, my favorite time of year is what the kind of uh, energy that we're going into in the fall. And I'm just really feeling that transition coming on as we're preparing to go back to school. All you moms and dads out there who are finding that uh, switch in energy. I think we really have to be, you know, super kind to ourselves and, and really open and, and allowing and letting things go because it is, it's sort of changing up that energy, you know, um, move, moving back into that more structured day, which I, I love. Um, but it has been a wonderful summer and I have been, you know, really working my Abrahamic principles when it comes to the heat, mm-hmm. learning to love my sweat, <laughs> learning to love my sweat 101. <laughs> well, you know, at some point I decided I just have to stop pushing against it. <laughs> oh boy, what a thought <laughs> and just let it be and things get easier from there. And then there's always wonderful solutions that come up to, to cool us. But, um, but it's been, you know, a really fast moving couple of months and I, I don't want to sound cliche, but it seems like the older I get, the faster time goes. And I know that there's probably some scientific reason for that, but man, it feels like just yesterday it was May and we were celebrating and we were at the beach house and now suddenly we're, we're talking about going back to school and getting the backpacks all set and all that good stuff. So I, I think the reason, um, the Abraham reason that that would be true is not because we're getting older, but because our stream is moving faster. I like that. Let's take that. We'll take that one. <laughs> and as every week, we like to talk about a certain theme or something that Abrahams have said. And like every other show, it's usually about them teaching us the flip side of what we know conventionally, what we have been taught, and they have not disappointed on the topic that we're going to talk about today, and that is the topic of food, um, something we all have to, all we all love and enjoy at some level and have to engage numbers of times a day. But I, what I find so interesting with them, once again, is how they talk about food, and it is um, really against a lot of the beliefs and conventions that we've all grown up with. And we're going to play a track tonight from the fabulous Caribbean cruise. Let's just give a quick shout out for the Abraham-Hicks.com website and go and get the Caribbean cruise 2015 series. Heather, have you not loved this 10 CDs um, set or disc? I love it. It's so good. And you know, it's interesting whenever I'm having contrast more than my normal amount. It, I, I first question I ask myself is when's the last time I listened to Abraham? Oh, it's been three days. Oh, right. So it's like one of those things that I know is what makes a huge difference in my vibrational yes. frequency. So yes. the cruise is one of my favorites of all time. And I love it. We've talked about this before. Something happens on those magical, that magical boat. Um, the, the questions are brilliant. They go to the leading edge and they go over it. And this particular, um, part of the workshop that we're going to share tonight it is no different. So they talk about food. Um, you know, a woman sat down in the hot seat and talked about, okay, I want to understand food from a vibrational standpoint. And of course they shared that, yes, 
different foods have different vibrational makeups. No big surprise there. We all know that. And yes, they even admit that organic food does, you know, vibrate at a higher vibration. And they also talk about some other components, though, that deeply and profoundly affect how food interacts with our bodies. And one of the things they talked about that was so fascinating was who prepares the food and the energy of the cook or the person preparing the food can have an impact, a very significant impact on the on the context and vibration of the food. And I, when I heard that, I had to smile because it reminded me of that wonderful movie, Like Water for Chocolate. Do you remember that one? Oh my gosh, I love that movie. It's so good. For anyone who um, hasn't heard of that movie, you know, check it out on Netflix or, or Amazon Prime, Like Water for Chocolate. And essentially, it really personifies this idea that the emotions of the cook and the, you know, really the feelings of the cook are put into the food. And as you eat the food, you then absorb their emotions and whether it be um, anger or frustration or love or sadness or bliss, um, it all comes through in the food. And, and I think that's something to consider. I think, you know, we can, I think we can feel different places, maybe it be restaurants or um, when we, when we sit down to, to consume food, that there is, if we tune in, a real clear energy as to how it was prepared, the love or lack thereof that was prepared with it, whether it was rushed, whether it was, you know, really thought over. I, I'm a foodie and I, I love these chefs who really think and construct and, you know, put their heart and soul into dishes. And I think that's that's why we love to eat them. Uh-huh. Um, I mean, that the presentation and, you know, where it was sourced and, and the story it's telling. And I think all of us are really compelled by that. And on the flip side, um, we can tell when food has, you know, not been made with the greatest of care or the energy of the people is constrained or they or they hate their jobs or they don't want to be there. <laughs> and then, you know, um, we're not going to name names, but, you know, some of that food comes across pretty dead. No. Yeah, it's true. Like I think it's almost like you can taste the vibration of the essence of the food. So it, it has a flavor, right? I was thinking about this yesterday about how when you taste food and you plug your nose, you can't taste it. And yes. we always think we always think it's about our tongue, but really it's about our smell. So we can actually sense the vibration of of the preparer of of the source of the food and all of it. It's just about the awareness, really. It's where we put our focus and attention. I love that you brought that up because I've always been amazed, you know, when you have a cold or something that um, how you can't taste food. And it reminds me every time that happens about how much aroma has to do with um, our experience of food, but also um, the emotions that are conjured up from aroma. And of course, if you've listened to the show at all, you know, I'm happily obsessed with essential oils and, and the kinds of emotional experiences you can have from aroma, but really learning about that aroma affects the brain and the emotion centers and the and amygdala and some of these real memory pockets. And, and it is a, you know, it's a very tangible as well as a metaphysical experience. And I think that's interesting to sort of understand how we are physically absorbing vibration. And it's a good 
reminder that we are vibrational translators with our noses, with our tongues, with our eyes. I love being reminded over and over again that that's really all that I'm doing here in reality. It's not solid. It is me translating all this energy and and it's beautiful the way that it comes across and it can be really stinky. <laughs> <laughs> but you got to be really stinky. You're so funny. <laughs> but you also, you know, you got to know what you don't want before you know what you do want. So stink is welcome. And <laughs> just, just, just like in a bathroom, just put some, you know, like essential oil spray there for exactly. Oh, no, I have to tell you what am I so I, I don't think it's any surprise that I'm like a real product person. I love products, especially, you know, yummy products and, um, and things made from, uh, things from nature. But going off on that, I, I saw this product. I had to get it. It was called Poopery. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Have you heard of it? Oh, yeah. I totally used it. Uh-huh. Absolutely. <laughs> Where you spray it first and then it like, that's the thing. I love that stuff. It's fantastic. <laughs> But I had to laugh out loud. If you really want to have a good laugh, you have to watch the Poopery YouTube video. It's really hysterical. But I think, you know, understanding these vibrations and and how they inspire, um, you know, how they how we work with them is so important. But as we're going to hear a little bit later on the track, none of this, none of this, who prepares it, where the food's from. None of it, none of it trumps one thing, and that is our vibration. Our vibration, our vantage point, the energy we bring to it trumps all of these conditions. It trumps where the food comes from. It trumps who prepares it. It trumps all of that. And I find that so fascinating. And really, that's sort of, I think, the flip side that Abraham brings, because no one in our culture talks about the energy that you bring having any effect on the broccoli or the chocolate or whatever you're consuming, you know? Mm. Yeah, that's so interesting. But I think it's this understanding of uh, what, what do we mean by vibration? It's not only, you know, your belief systems, you know, so how you've always thought about this food is going to affect how it actually shows up for you, which I think is really interesting. Um, the anticipation of the food. So if you're, you know, dreading who you're going to be with or what the experience is going to be, it's going to affect the food and how it's able to nourish you and the experience of it, um, your expectations. But also on the other side, you know, when we prepave a food experience, when we really line up with the experience and wanting to, it to be perfect and wanting it to really be uh, compatible. That's a word that Abraham uses in, in relationship to food that I've never really heard them talk about before. This idea of compatibility, the matching of your vibration and the food that is served to you, I think is really interesting for not only the health benefits, but whether or not it turns to fat or it turns to energy um, also has, it's an interesting perspective. And, um, and I think that is something we all, we all can look at because we certainly have certain beliefs about food that we're right about when we bring it to the table. You think? <laughs> <laughs> I don't want to admit it because I'm like, no, that's inherently a bad food, but apparently not. Apparently there's, there's more going on here. <laughs> right. Oh, but don't we want to judge it, right? Don't yeah. we want to say, well, this is bad for everybody and this is good for everybody. And then, you know, I get confused because you read one book and says cucumbers are great and another person says cucumbers are bad or whatever, you know. Um, I went to the 
doctor with my daughter and her favorite food was cantaloupe and her doctor was like, don't eat any cantaloupe. And I'm thinking, what? You know, what? Cantaloupe's good for you. It's a melon. Blah, blah, blah. So it's, it is, there's no cut and dry, the same for everybody answer. But what I think is really fascinating about this entire thing is it really boils down to our beliefs and how we are able to alter them if if we are able to alter them some some of them are harder for us to shift you know if we're taught something from a young age and we're like oh that's wrong no matter what <laughs> it's hard to change up for some of us it really is and sometimes it's not worth it in other words there's so much unraveling to do it probably makes sense just to avoid that food you know and and i think that's okay too it, but it is understanding that you're bringing this whole um, energy and how you're translating. We got to take a break. When we come back, we'll talk more about food. We're going to talk about the compatibility of food and also the importance of bringing your inner being to dinner. We'll talk more about that after the break. Stay tuned. You're listening to Everyday Attraction with your feel-good sisters, Ray and Heather. We'll be right back. You know the saying, a good deed is its own reward? Well, moving toward a plant-based diet and vegan lifestyle is one kind and compassionate act that isn't just its own reward. It will also reward you with vibrant health, boundless energy, an easy way to keep your weight where you want it, and according to Yogi's and Unity's co-founder Charles Fillmore, even give a boost to your spiritual life. On Main Street Vegan, the radio program named for the popular book, Victoria Moran will make your move in a vegan direction easy, fun, affordable, and delicious. With enticing topics and entertaining guests every Wednesday at 2 p.m. Central Time, only on Unity Online Radio, the voice of an awakening world. Have you ever considered that everything you think, say, and do is a prayer to the universe? What would your life be like if you activated the power of yes? Join Reverend Beverly Molander and her exciting guests on Affirmative Prayer, Activating the Power of Yes, to find out how they activated the power of yes in their lives, their communities, or even the world. If they can do it, you can too. Listen to Beverly Molander and her guests live every Monday at noon central. 1 p.m. Eastern, on Affirmative Prayer, activating the power of yes. Only on Unity Online Radio, the voice of an awakening world. We now return to Everyday Attraction with Feel Good Sisters Ray and Heather. It's time to feel good and allow all that has already been given. Welcome back. You're listening to Everyday Attraction, as you just heard, on Unity Online Radio. And we're also on Stitcher and available in iTunes. Boy, if you would like to uh, to get involved in some of our other shows, like to see what kind of archives we have, all our archives are on Unity and also um, in the iTunes a podcast section. And if, you, and if you don't know this, let me highlight it. If you've got a newish iPhone, the iPod, 
the um, podcast app is actually preloaded on your phone. This was something new that Apple did uh, just in the last year or so, where the podcast app is preloaded on your phone, where you can search Everyday Attraction and find all of our archives. So just another way to have some fun with us. We also want to give a quick shout out to our sponsor for today's show. Today, our, our sponsor is Nerium EHT. It's a brain-enhancing supplement that we're excited to tell you about. Many of you uh, may know of Nerium and its positive business leader, Jeff Olson, and their wonderful anti-aging products, which I use every day. But now they have teamed up with some leading scientists from Princeton University to provide an all-natural supplement for cognitive health, for thinking, for feeling. They're calling it EHT, and it's for all ages and, of course, all stages in life. So we're happy to have them as a sponsor. Give your body everything it needs for clarity and vitality to your thinking and feeling, for mood enhancement, memory, focus, which we love, the F word, focus, <laughs> EHT brain enhancement supplement as patent exclusively to Nerium. But it's available today at this website, which Heather has lovingly set up for our audience, neriumdelirium.com, neriumdelirium.com, which you can um, pick, uh, buy products at the top. So check that out. And again, we thank them for their sponsorship. And uh, when you do engage their wonderful products, we benefit. So we thank you for that. Also, I want to uh, give a quick whoop whoop to our website at everydayattraction.com. You'll see our blog, more information about the show, about us, but also the ability to book a session. And that is specifically with Heather, our alignment coach. And I like to call her our spiritual strategist because, you know, everybody needs a spiritual strategist. (laughs) If you are an influencer and you're looking for some support, if you're wanting to bring some of these principles um, into your life more fully, uh, Heather can help. She is offering just for the end of the summer here, uh, opportunity to do a complimentary strategy session. That's a $450 value. So it's a real treat for our everyday attraction listeners, a complimentary strategy session. Don't go it alone. Book a session with Heather and give that to yourself, especially as we're going into fall and we're starting to, you know, look at what we're setting up for it as the year comes to a close. Everydayattraction.com book a session. So thank you, Heather for that generous offer. Thank you. This is great to have um, people to to be there for us, right? Just like Source is there for us. I think of myself as a spiritual strategist, which is like the Source within you having a mouthpiece. <laughs> oh, it's so comforting to be able to call and connect with somebody who has that also has the principles and the broader knowing and is practicing this in their everyday life. Um, you know, it's so helpful and it can get, I think it really gets us through some of the contrast more quick, quickly, more fluidly, maybe with a little less angst and suffering. Um, we can move right through, uh, and be able to, to help each other because these principles are so solid. Um, they're so supportive, but sometimes we need a little reminding as to, you know, the truth of who we are and the truth of what's happening. Um, we're talking today on today's show about food specifically, and of course, coming it from our Abrahamic ways, understanding from an Abraham perspective and from this broader knowing that food has a vibration and who prepares it has a vibration. And all of this is in the mixed, but nothing, nothing, nothing matters more 
than your alignment or what you bring to the party, your beliefs, your anticipation, the stories you've told yourself about that food. All of that has an impact as to what the food does on your body, whether it turns to fat, whether it turns to energy, whether, you know, and, and it makes sense because if you look around our society, Heather, like everybody has a different way of eating food. It's not all across the board. I know people who are skinny as a rail and can eat garlic fries all day, every day and be perfectly fine. Yep. So there has to be something beyond just the calories and the situation. There has to be more to it. And these wonderful teachers are exposing a little bit about what's going on with this idea of vibrational compatibility. So if you're a person who just doesn't have any issues around French fries, (laughs) you're less likely (laughs) to start putting on the pounds with them. I mean, it's just, it's again, it's flip side thinking. It's opposite of what our entire culture teaches. And it's hard for me because I've been taught the other one. I've been taught the other, every calorie matters, fat, cholesterol, et cetera, et cetera. So it's, it's tough. This is a tough one for me because I've been so indoctrinated in what's good and what's bad. Right. Well, one of the things that I've always thought was interesting, um, even before I heard this was we talk about how many calories something is, but we don't really have a way to know how each person burns the calories. So energetically we're burning the calories so we can turn up our metabolism or down our metabolism energetically vibrationally in our bodies tell me more is there a pill <laughs> is there a pill i can take <laughs> well i mean it's interesting i notice a lot some of it's belief some of it is just you know there's the blood type diet and there's the blah 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 you know all these ayurvedic and oh my gosh you know, all these other things but part of it is like knowing your own body like I read this one book called um, the slow down diet and it's talking about how the um, that nature connects with our bodies and so as the sun rises you eat the, the biggest meal at the highest point of the sun during the day so that's your lunch time so at the lunch time is when the sun is the highest in the sky and then that's when you eat your big meal. And then as the sun goes down, you have less. And so it, by the time it gets dark, you don't eat anything at all. So, and, and they were talking about eating foods from source. And I'm thinking all of this makes sense because I am source. Source is me. So if I eat food that is produced by the, the source nourished ground that the, the sun of source is feeding and the water of source is, you know what I mean? Like when you eat non-processed foods you're eating vegetables or fruit or whatever produced by source and so it's really to me it's all about vibration it is and i and i think um i think that is so true and then the abrahams you know kind of add another layer to it when they say but don't forget to bring your inner being to dinner because they said that you could have the most organic meal prepared by the most aligned you know, meditationed up chef. And if you sit down with resistance and negative energy, you will not be able to absorb the nutrients of that meal. Right. Which I think because, is fascinating. Because, because we're, sh- we're the ultimate, like we're shutting down. We're shutting everything down by our frequency if we're not aligned. Yeah. So this idea of food compatibility is really interesting. And, you know, also it's this idea of what is occurring to you instinctually in the moment. 
You know, and Abraham's talking a lot about following those instincts that in the moment, if you're feeling aligned and positive and you feel that, that sort of connection to the broader knowing and you get this instinct to go left or right or eat tomato soup, that that really it's the divine energy having a conversation and it's not something that you want to put on a to-do list. You want to act on those inspirations. You want to act on those um, those promptings, I want to call them, because they are from source. But if you've got all kinds of dialogue in your mind about a kind of food and source is saying, you really need this, you really need this, and you're saying, no, ever since I was two years old, I was told I cannot eat that um, because it has you know, fat and calories and blah, blah, blah. I mean, it, it, this is the conflict that we have. And this is why it shows up differently in every person. But I love that my energy trumps it all. I love that if I'm in alignment, and I'm feeling connected to source, and I'm bringing my inner being to dinner, as Abraham talks about that, um, then I'm going to, I'm going to fully pull every nutrient and every bit of energy from that food that I'm going to need. Um, whether or not that particular food is quote unquote healthy in our culture's um, dialogue and and understanding, it doesn't have as much power as what I bring to it. And I think that's fascinating. But talk about flip side living. Well, and I love that you say I love that my energy trumps it all because some of us would be like oh shoot <laughs> I have to have some I have to align to have it work I wish I didn't have anything to do with it. <laughs> right exactly exactly <laughs> I wish I, I wish I had nothing to do with it oh yeah you wish because it does mean that we have to be sensitive that we have to be connected inward to see where the promptings are coming from and you know what's being asked of these trillions of cells that are are really our own community, our internal community, um, speaking to us. And I remember hearing uh, Reverend Michael Beckwith, who's from the Agape Church in LA, say that, you know, he knew the power of his mind, he knew the power of his ability to perceive and to change reality. So he would be um, eating chocolate and thinking broccoli, 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 you know, eating chocolate, broccoli, but it was so much work. He said he just eventually just ate broccoli because it was just so much easier. <laughs> <laughs> so we also have this idea, like you had mentioned before, that, you know, if there's certain foods that we're really entrenched with, and it, it really, you know, we've, we're in a mindset where we've seen our body react in the past, um, then, you know, don't work too hard. There's a lot of variety here. There's a lot of opportunity um, to move on. This isn't like, you know, we want you to take the food that you, you know, disdain the most and and learn to love it so that you can show that your vibration trumps um that's really not the point <laughs> but your belief systems matter and your pushing against matters you know um what you're saying about food matters um uh, what you're saying about how your body deals with food matters and it's that story that's so important well, let's listen to what the Abrahams are saying about food and vibration and how it is that we can best dance with the wonderful edibles that we have on the planet. Here we go. I really, really love food. Food brings me great joy, texture, flavors, aroma, anticipation. And I'd like to learn a little bit about the vibration of food. And whether or not certain foods have an inherent vibration and therefore people are drawn to certain foods because it's a match 
or is these are really good questions and we want to just get something out before you go too far into your questions about it that yes food does have vibration the preparation of the food does affect the vibration the vibration of the preparer of the food does affect the vibration and so food yes does have a vibration the most important factor in all of this is the way you are translating the vibration the way you are translating the vibration because most people who are involved in the eating of food are not deliberately tending to the vibration of themselves as they are participating in either the selecting of the food or the preparing of the food or then the partaking of the food so when the food comes to us there's already a vibration in it and then the way i perceive it or experience it or we were enjoying your description of the way you feel about the food the aroma of the food the flavor of the food the texture of the food and then you said something really important you said the anticipation of the food and that's really where we want to start because in the anticipation that's like the earlier subtle stages of it isn't it and so it's like preparing your vibration for the choosing of it for the co-creating with it for the cooperative components of it for the law of attraction bringing the cooperative components of it and you together keep talking because we're going to get here because of the intensity of your vibration about it we will get to something that's meaningful to all of you my core question is about why people can have such very different responses physically in their body to the same food because we're going to take a quick break. You're listening to Everyday Attraction here on Unity Online Radio. When we come back, we'll find out more about this wonderful mystery of vibration and food. Stay tuned. Ever notice that there might be something not quite right, but you just can't put your finger on it? We may describe it as an inner stirring, a restlessness, a yearning to find our way home to our heart and higher purpose. Some of us may feel like we are living on borrowed time, that despite our accomplishments, what was once so important to us now just feels empty and meaningless. If you find your heart longing, wanting, looking for a path home to authenticity and purpose, join us for transformation, inspiration, hope, and possibility. Move toward your higher calling. Listen to The Call of Spirit with Evelyn Foreman and tune in to Possibility every Wednesday at 3 p.m. Central Time here on Unity Online Radio. Just like life, grief is a journey, not a destination. Whether it is loss of life, relationship, security, or simply the process of change, have you given yourself permission to begin your journey of grief? Have you yielded to the gift of grace? 
Join Reverend Chaz Wesley every Thursday at 5 p.m. Central on a virtual navigation from grief to grace and explore new horizons of empowerment, significance, and support only on Unity Online Radio, the voice of an awakening world. I'll light a candle in your name. Don't think about it. Let it unfold. Let it You've been listening to Everyday Attraction with Feel Good Sisters Ray and Heather. To learn more about Ray and Heather, check out their website at everydayattraction.com or email us at everydayattraction at unityonlineradio.org. Your comments and participation are sincerely welcomed. Welcome back from the break. If you're just joining us, we're talking about food and vibration and how it is that we interact with food that really makes a difference as to how it's absorbed in our body, the nutrition it gives to us, what it does with our body, and what kind of energy that we can pull from our food. We Before the break, we were listening to a recent workshop from the Caribbean cruise in 2015. And as we always do, we encourage you to check out the abraham-hicks.com website. This full cruise series is available for your purchase. But in the meantime, we want to play a little bit more of this delicious morsel of vibration, food, and you. Here we go. Different people have different vibrations. Let's say there's a vibration in a food, which there is, and a vibration in a body that's incompatible. Well, then there's an incompatibility, even though there is a pushing forward with it. It's not so different from what we were talking about just now, about the strong wanting to receive while there was resistance, which caused almost a collapse of her physical body as she was feeling the discord. So let's let this conversation from this point forward, no matter what subject that we are specifically talking about, let's let it be the conversation of compatibility. Hmm. Let's talk about compatibility. Let's talk about vibrational compatibility. And let's start with you being vibrationally compatible with who you are before you even begin your moving down the road toward anything that is physical or action or edible. Ooh, something really cool just came to me. Yes. So if That's I... That's why we liked your word anticipation so much. If I connect with my... If you take your inner being to dinner, everything's going to be better. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. So, but how often is your inner being not with you? Your inner being is always there, but you are often not translating the vibration of the food into something that's meaningful to yourself. You see, so when you take the time to come into alignment with your inner being, now you're in alignment with your inner being, which means all of your cells are in alignment too. And now that's the beginning place. Now you're there. Now the inspiration of what food to participate with is going to be inspired, you see. So does it matter less whether what I'm... Yes, much really, less. Really, but, but if I'm really excited about what me and my inner being are going to have a date to enjoy it doesn't really matter so much whether it's Twinkie or a broccoli if we're excited about it and we're not in resistance you will receive more benefit from whatever it is that you're eating when you're in alignment and you can eat the most specialized food that people have divinely inspired and created and it can do you no value at all if you are out of alignment as you are eating it 
Your alignment trumps everything. So let's say that you have these beliefs about food and you believe that these foods are good for you and these foods are bad for you. That belief will keep the food that you believe is bad for you from being good for you. Your beliefs are the basic factor in all of this. So the easy way to go about this is to line up with whatever it is you're doing. If you've decided that you're going to eat that, line up with it. Esther had some friends at one of her houses a few months ago. And she had gathered everything under the sun because she wasn't sure what anybody wanted to eat. And so the cupboards were full of so much variety that they could have stayed for five months. (laughs) And one of the people began talking about the things that she does not want to eat. And everything she mentioned that she did not want to eat, Esther went and got one of them out of the cupboard and put it on the table. (laughs) She was wanting to demonstrate that you get what you talk about here. You get what you think about. That was part of what she was wanting to say. But then she said in a rather bold way, to everyone who was gathered around as she had all of this food that was considered to be not healthy by this person. Well, don't eat it if you don't want to, but don't talk about how bad it is while I'm eating it. We're going to stop there because there's just so (laughs) much to discuss right then and there. So... Heather, some of the thoughts that you've got. I'm cracking. Well, I'm just cracking cracking up about that last line because I'm like, I'm going to use that when I got to dinner with people next time. I'm like. (laughs) (laughs) Exactly. It's like, you might not want the the triple cheesecake, but don't rain on my parade. (laughs) Well, and when I'm aligned with stuff, like the cheesecake, let's say, tastes good for the first bite, maybe the second, but then the, by the third bite, I'm already like, eh, I already had, like it tasted so good in the first two, but I don't really, ha- it doesn't have that same. You're good to go. Yeah, you don't have that same pow to the punch, you know, so even just by being in alignment, your body tells you, you know, your body tells you how much, which, you know, I guess I should really think about this because I've gained like 20 pounds in the last two years. It's interesting. So where have I been out of alignment? And I guess when I'm listening to this again right now, I'm like when I, I love to eat paleo and I haven't cooked paleo last night and tonight I cooked paleo for the first time in like three months. And I was like realizing how my body just says, thank you. And I'm jumping up and down my stomach feels good. My energy is high. You know, everything feels so good. And I don't know why I don't listen to it. So to me, alignment is, is also just listening to your body, you know? Right. And, and also I, I think understanding that you can have, you can um, decide what it is that works for you and your body lines up for it. I think it was so interesting, you know, how we try, especially in our culture with diet books and everyone saying, you know, this is what everyone should eat. Or even if we say, you know, eat for your blood type or eat for this period of time. And, and I, you know, I think it's all fine, but to try to blanket one thing for all this variety and all these moving parts of vibration and all these layers is just crazy. You're going to have to tune in. You're going to have to decide what feels good for you. But also, you know, remind yourself and I remind myself too that ultimately it comes back to the story that I'm telling myself. If I tell myself that, you know, 100 grams of protein is what I need and that's what's going to help me get the body I want or lose the weight or whatever, well, then I'm right. 
Um, right. You know, and, and I think it's important just to, to remember how important our own vantage point is and how much more freedom we have and then maybe that we give ourselves. But I really liked that one part where they said, you know, the easy way, here's the easy way, line up with what you're doing. So if you're traveling on the I-5 in California between LA and San Francisco, and the only thing you have is quote unquote junk food from a vending machine, we'll line up with that. Line up with it, you know, right. <laughs> get, get in. The, so just kind of go with what is happening. And you know, I often find that this idea of, of that freedom of being able to go to someone's house and yeah, you might not like liver and onions, but by golly, <laughs> you can, you can find a way to just be in the flow. And it's not like you have to deny yourself, but I think we have way more room, all as I'm saying, we have way more room though. I think we give ourselves sometimes when it comes to food and, and what can be a benefit. And, you know, I listen over and over and over to their quote unquote weight loss or body tracks. And you can actually get an entire DVD of all mm -hmm. of their weight loss stuff. And it always comes back to, well, how are you talking about your body? How are you saying it can't exercise or it can't exercise or it never lose weight? I mean, the stories we tell ourselves are so important to understand because of these subtleties of vibration, you know? Yeah, and and things like that you hear all the time. Sugar's bad for you. Gluten's bad for you. you mucus, you know, uh, dairy's bad for you. Blah 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 blah. Like we take a lot of that on, and we make it our own. And so whether it's our own story or somebody else's story, we have to really discern: um, is this is this serving me in my alignment today? And finding the path of least resistance. I mean, like you said, when you eat paleo, you feel good. Well, that's the path of least resistance. Now, if you were dropped into an island where you couldn't get that food, well, then you could tell another story um, right. and get in alignment with that. And I think it's that freedom and flexibility. And again, I love this compatibility story that they, I've never heard them use compatibility between, you know, food and a person. But um, I really got it when they said, you know, you take your inner being to dinner with you, you're in alignment. And when you're connected to source and that broader sense of freedom and that broader sense of power of discernment, then your cells are in alignment too. <laughs> your cells come along for the ride. So your metabolism is firing on all jets. Your body and your liver and everything, all the stuff that your liver needs to do to take out the toxins and blah, blah, blah. It's all online. It's all on board with you. I think that's the most powerful message and why we want to take the time to prepave and be sensitive and get in that alignment before we put anything in our mouths. I mean, it really makes sense. Focus and attention. Where do we put our attention? Where do we put our focus? And I think it's just really fabulous to align with our vibration before we open our mouths and put food in it. It's really good. It's really important. Uh, and also, you know, if you're going to go splurge and you've got a lot of belief systems about, you know, what banana splits do, um, you know, experiment with the idea of, of, of prepaving and before you're going to go have that treat to really be in a fun, release the resistance, tell a new story, try to find a way for it to be compatible and enjoy yourself. Because the Abrahams often say, I don't know how we have found anything to eat. Um, based on the fact that everything is, you know, other than celery. I haven't heard anything against celery yet, but maybe if I dig deeper, I'll find it. Oh, yeah, it. for sure there will be. Um, <laughs> and then it has that string, you know, it's all stringy. Um, 
Uh, <laughs> well, but one of the things that I remember them saying a long time ago, because I have that DVD, this Lemming DVD whole set and stuff, is that... Um, oh, shoot. I just lost that. I was thinking about your banana splits there for a second. Well, it's about enjoying it. Enjoy each bite. You know, don't say you're going to go like eat cookies and feel bad put the cookie in your mouth going I shouldn't be eating this but I am but I shouldn't be eating this but I am you know and instead say mm, this is delicious I enjoy eating it this is fabulous you know that's exactly it because what I find is so interesting and again this flip side living with Abraham is that it's not so much the cookie you're eating but the story you're telling yourself while you're eating your cookies because what happens is you're saying I shouldn't I shouldn't I shouldn't and your whole body's like okay metabolism shut down insulin, begin to produce fat storage, (laughs) come on board, because it's that story. And I find that fascinating, that here we are thinking we're doing the right thing by feeling guilty about eating the cookie. But then we actually get the one thing that we don't want, which is the worst effects of all the cookie, (laughs) because we've told the story. (laughs) It's just right. And so when they say alignment trumps all basically, they're also saying thoughts are things, you know, your thoughts are, is, has to do with your alignment. You know, that's one of my favorite books in all of all time, um, thinking grow rich by Napoleon Hill, that one of the chapters is thoughts are things. And, you know, they've been talking about vibration for thousands of years. I know Abraham's not the only one. I just happen to love them so much, but, um, vibration is our, our thoughts are vibrating, right? So, it's not the food we eat. It is the thoughts that we think when we're eating it or when we're not eating it. We can gain weight from thinking about food in a bad way. God forbid. Or negatively, without <laughs> even putting the food in our mouth. I mean, at least if you're going to gain the weight, might as well enjoy the food. <laughs> exactly. So. But I think it's it's really an interesting thing to think about that. You know, and, and, and too bad there isn't some studies on this because it would be interesting to watch, you know, if you're eating the cookie and you're telling your story about how bad it is and how you're guilty and you're shameful and how you shouldn't be doing this and what actually happens to the ability for the body to deal with that food on the metabolistic side, on the fat side, on the calorie side, etc. Um, it'd be really fascinating to see what happens when you're jovial and happy and in alignment and eat the same cookie. Maybe someday they'll do that. But I think, of course, you know, Abraham is always way ahead of the curve on this, but they have said um, that, you know, if you're trying to soothe yourself with food, that's fine, but it's temporary. And what they really want you to do is soothe yourself with your thoughts and your feelings, because then that's going to have a real lasting and important shift in your vibration, which, you know, changes everything, your point of attraction and what shows up. And um, so I think, you know, they do understand this idea of soothing oneself with um, with food, but they're really saying that's not going to move your vibration. That's not going to really have an impact. It's like drinking or taking drugs or any other things. You know, it's soothing yourself, but it's really not giving you the ability to move the needle, to move the vibrational needle anywhere. So everything kind of stays the same. Oh, I could talk all night long about that topic, being that I work at drug and re- alcohol rehab and come from it. But it is it is what we think we're doing sometimes in the soothing. And that's where the topic of feel good first, and a lot of people get confused in what feel good means. Is it feeling good for real or is it this like illusionary feel good like have a couple cocktails and feel great but then find out later that you know nothing's changed 
nothing's changed at all and your vibration actually lowers the majority of the time. It's just an illusion. So the feel good is really about the alignment and the clarity. I know they talk about focus and clarity, but the clarity and that's where feel good and clarity come together. Whereas feel good when you're like, like eating, you know, what do you call it? Um, substituting, I guess, substituting yes. with drugs or alcohol or food or numbing. There's the clarity is gone. You start to become yes. more um, fuzzied, fuzzy minded. Well, let's actually, that's a great idea in our next show or maybe in the next couple of shows. Let's talk about some of the alcohol and some of the other stuff too, because I think it's right in this sort of understanding of vibration and all the things that we put into our glorious bodies. But we are actually at the end of our hour. So thank you, Heather. Your insights always so appreciate your perspective on this and the fun that we have along the way as we dive into these wonderful topics. And of course, we just send kisses and hugs to our Abraham families out there, all the people who vibe in with this information and are coming along for the ride. You've been listening to your Feel Good Sisters here on Everyday Attraction, the Unity online radio station, and uh, we will be here next week. So feel good, sister. Feel good, sister. See y'all next time. Thank you for joining us on Everyday Attraction with Feel Good Sisters, Ray and Heather. Join them every Friday, 10 a.m. Pacific, noon Central on Unity Online Radio for more ways to align with your source and start living the life you intended. Everyday Attraction is sponsored by Send Out Cards. Check out www.sendoutcards.com attraction. Bring more appreciation into the world. Send a card of appreciation and gratitude today. Sendoutcards.com slash attraction. What is the key to happiness? Would you like to find the fountain of youth? How about all the money and love that you could handle? Well, my friends, it is there for you. You just need to strip off the false beliefs that keep your divine inheritance from being attracted into your life. You need to be real. Be vulnerable. Be naked. What are you waiting for? Let's get naked. This transformational program with Reverend Heidi Alfrey is an invitation to explore and remove the blocks that keep you from emotional freedom. Listen to Heidi and her revealing guests as they embrace the power of spiritual nakedness as a guaranteed way to live an authentic and transparent life. Expose yourself to your greatness on Mondays at 3 p.m. Central Time. Let's get naked. No dress code required. Only on Unity Online Radio, the voice of an awakening world. You gotta get rid of your butt. It's bigger than it would appear It hinders your forward movement When you keep bringing up the rear Have you ever considered that everything you think, say, and do is a prayer to the universe? What would your life be like if you activated the power of yes? Join Reverend Beverly Molander and her exciting guests on Affirmative Prayer, Activating the Power of Yes. 
to find out how they activated the power of yes in their lives, their communities, or even the world. If they can do it, you can too. Listen to Beverly Molander and her guests live every Monday at noon central, 1 p.m. Eastern, on Affirmative Prayer, activating the power of yes. Only on Unity Online Radio, the voice of an awakening world. When we say we are entitled to miracles, we are saying that we are entitled to love. We are entitled to have peace of mind and live a peaceful existence. Many times, though, we do not experience our lives this way. We seem to struggle for just one glimmer of happiness, no matter how fleeting it may be. You can change that right here and right now. Say to yourself, I am entitled to miracles because it means that you are entitled to complete peace of mind because of who you are as created by the source of love. By asking for miracles, you are asking for your true self to be revealed to you. You are indeed entitled to miracles. This message was brought to you by Rev. Deb Phelps, host of Entitled to Miracles. Learn more from Reverend Deb on her Entitled to Miracles podcast. Episodes available on unityonlineradio.org and on iTunes. Tens of thousands of listeners, like you, have been transformed through the ministry of Paulette Pipe and her program, Touching the Stillness, one of the longest-running programs on Unity Online Radio. Paulette's latest album of guided meditations, Blissful Stillness, is a new and different experience. The mystical quality of her beautiful voice will reverberate through a Zen-style meditation, a mudra meditation, which are yoga hand positions to deepen your practice, and guided meditations, which we know and love. It features a new instrumental sound by Kelly Hunt with a bonus track by Kathy Zavada. Experience a blissful immersion into quiet and stillness by purchasing your own copy at shop. Dot unityonline.org When we say we are entitled to miracles, we are saying that we are entitled to love. We are entitled to have peace of mind and live a peaceful existence. Many times, though, we do not experience our lives this way. We seem to struggle for just one glimmer of happiness, no matter how fleeting it may be. You can change that right here and right now. Say to yourself, I am entitled to miracles because it means that you are entitled to complete peace of mind because of who you are as created by the source of love. 
By asking for miracles, you are asking for your true self to be revealed to you. You are indeed entitled to miracles. This message was brought to you by Rev. Deb Phelps, host of Entitled to Miracles. Learn more from Rev. Deb on her Entitled to Miracles podcast. Episodes available on unityonlineradio.org and on iTunes.